This episode of the Dicebreaker podcast is sponsored by Wild Bills. Ditch the manufactured flavors. Your taste buds deserve better. Treat yourself to Wild Bills premium handcrafted soda pop. Mouthwatering beverages that allow you to escape to the most interesting places imaginable. Cheers to refusing the drink from the mainstream. Cheers to kick-ass canned. Cheers to being veteran-owned and operated. At Wild Bills, flavor isn't everything. It's the only thing. Use discount code CHEERS15 for 15% off your first order. Filmed live in front of a live studio audience, it's the Dice Breaker Podcast with your host, Matt Jarvis! I feel like I should be Kermit the Frog and like... (laughs) There's a better guest who I'm going to introduce in a second. Eva, I Does this can't make hear you Gonzo, me. Will? Who's yes. better than Kermit the Frog? Yeah, no, that's a fair comment. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but Kermit the Frog isn't the guest of, you know... Mm, filmed live in, in front of a live <laughs> studio audience. <laughs> it's a very special guest star. <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dice Breaker Podcast. <laughs> yes, hello. Uh, welcome back. We nailed the, well, we almost nailed the intro this time. I nailed the intro this time. Look. Matt, I've always thought of you as Fuzzy Bear. Yeah, I get that a lot. Uh, I would like to apologize to our sponsors, Wild Bills, for putting their video in 4K instead of 1080 and having to resize it on the fly if you're watching um, on YouTube. Well, Wills, we wanted to reflect the big flavors. Exactly. Of um, Wild Bills. And, and then we wanted to show them soda being... pop. Those big flavors being small, smalled down into a tiny can for on-the-go mm. drinking. Uh, mm. Available now, Wild Bills. Wild Bills. <laughs> I actually do. I actually do really like Wild Bills. Yeehaw! We've <laughs> okay, sponsored enough airtime already. Let's, let's get into <laughs> our stuff. We're of course back with the Dicebreaker Podcast. If you're watching live, thank you for joining us. Uh, if you're listening on audio podcast or catching up, welcome as well sorry i i'm i'm so glad to be in your ear holes right now thank you for having <laughs> me uh i'm matt jarvis i'm joined by three of the team uh where are you doing i am doing great apart from the fact that i got the wrong train on the way back from zoe's and ended up in brighton and had to bike here which means that i've just gotten out of the shower because it's very hot and that's why everything might look a little bit jank <laughs> <laughs> We're also uh, using we're using uh, we've swapped over to Discord for our video calls mm. rather than Google Meet because Google have decided you have to pay for that now. So, so you know if you if you notice any tech stuff, let us know. But it seems like it's going pretty well. Thanks yeah. Google. Yeah, thanks Google. Yeah. Google. God damn. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm doing very well. Thank you for thank you for asking, yeah. Matt Jarvis. It's good to have you back. I don't think you're on last week, were you? So no, I, nice I think I'll nice be back the last on two weeks. I think um, it's been a yeah. little bit. Uh, I think I was off sick yes last week when we were doing the podcast because I was supposed to be on it. Um, but more importantly, we've got loads to talk about on this podcast. So yeah, yeah, it's a good one. So let's on. let's get I mean, on through. We don't need to... an introduction. I'm, I'm desperately yeah. trying to throw back to Matt. I was to I was about to throw to, to Alex Meehan. Hello, thank you for being here. <laughs> Fine. I guess I'm here. Like no one else knows. I'm oh, here. golf Alex Meehan isn't in the spotlight. <laughs> you are one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you think that's bad, I'm last and also least apparently. So you're not. Look, nobody said that. Look, in the Muppet Show, uh, Stantler and Waldorf come last, and they are the most of the like they are the best of the Muppets. 
So we're, I guess we're like the main act and they are keeping the best for last, yeah, right? Exactly. exactly. And You're speaking like... of the best there we for go. last, Alex hey! Lowley's. <laughs> Welcome back. Hey, it's me. I'm glad to be here. I also haven't been here for a couple of weeks and yeah. it's good to be back and discussing fun things with my friends on the internet. Yes. Yeah. Sounds Speaking so of... sincere. <laughs> Speaking of fun That's things. Me. Let's put the exciting news at the top for those of you joining us. Uh, next week, <gasps> we will be launching premium memberships. Oh my god! On the Dicebreaker YouTube channel, Dicebreaker Plus. Ooh, everybody yes, else had one, so we yeah. wanted one too. DB Plus. Ooh, yeah. Uh, we uh, will. Ah, it's like a 3D effect. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! That's what we do to exercise the bad content out of our lives. <laughs> and only good content here, thanks. Not by that we don't mean exercise it into the members' videos. <laughs> we we no. have also made very good videos for you to watch. Um, Dicebreaker memberships, which if you want to support the channel, no, what further, we're saying is. We're only making good videos for the, the members. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. The These, rest, the rest of them are going to suck. <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, we've got loads more content coming to the channel if you want more Dicebreaker than ever before. And if you want to support the channel, get exclusive access to new videos, uh, a community Discord channel, which is launching soon, as well as a You've only been TBA for that. two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's loads of cool stuff, which will be available to members. So if you want to support the channel even further, it really, really helps us, of course, um, after, a, after a pretty horrible pandemic where we're getting back on our feet and running back up to full speed. So uh, look out for that. It's going to be very, very exciting. We'll have more news on that Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So look out for that next week. Ah! We also have a super chat, by the way, just before we move on. Jay Salamander Ooh. says, I have a very important question, uh, which we'll, I'm guessing we'll answer in our question section, but I haven't read the question yet. Is, has Mian sorted out her technical gremlins yet, or is it time to deploy Sir Didymus as the nuclear option? <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. No. <laughs> Wait, I... Thing? So, uh, so the Sir Didymus thing I'm confused by. Uh, but the the Gremlins reference presumably is to do with the fact that my desktop is currently crawling into its grave. Oh yeah, of course your PC's been shutting down, hasn't it? Hmm. It's been doing more than that, baby. <laughs> it, it's it's been finding. It's like it's finding various ways to just really grind my gears. Mm. Just little tricks. It's been doing little tricks now well, to remind me. Fingers crossed. But if if me and just disappears at some point, you'll know why. But thank you very much for the super chat, Jay Salamander. Uh, yeah, right. That's that's enough. That's enough uh, burying the lead. Should we talk about some of the fantastic stuff we've been doing this week, all? Yeah, my god, I'm being usurped from the host seat in real yeah, time. Yeah, what's happening? Uh, no, he about keeping it fluid and agile. Uh, excuse me, you've year. also okay, I need to I need to just <laughs> I just need to like bring wheels down a peg here because wheels you're demoted from from host. It's Matt who's the host, and Matt knows what's actually next. The most important bit of the whole podcast. Oh yeah. Oh well we almost got away with it, but go on then, Lolies. Oh, Matt. Lolies. It's episode 66. What's Lickety up? Click. Call of the week. Lickety click. Yeah. Well, not even ha lickety split. No. Which is click an actual click. thing that people... Oh, click it. As alliteration, even though it doesn't rhyme. Yeah. Clickety click. It's just meant to rhyme, which doesn't even rhyme. 66, um, clickety click. Sickety six, sickety yeah. six. Yeah. Clickety click. <laughs> oh, look. You're all too young to remember Blanky Blank. I know what no, that is. No, I know what Blanky Blank is, 
just wasn't I was that getting... good a joke. I was just... <laughs> oh, Lord. I think we can all agree that that's not a very good bingo call. So Yeah, not great. Not great. It's not, the, next, it's the next few are very poor, and the last few have yeah. been quite poor. It's honestly the main mm. reason I haven't been on the podcast because yeah. they just haven't been like that <laughs> good. I don't, know. Like, you, I, I don't know. Ever since we did Grandma's Getting Frisky, I don't know if we'll ever top that. That really was no. just the, the ultimate bingo call. Right. Well, Matthew. Now we can move I'm on. Handing Let's over move on to, the to what we've been doing this week. Uh, let's go this week in reverse order. Alex Lolis, how's your week been looking? What have you been up to? I have been having a card game heavy week. I played Magic the Gathering. Yes. For, I think the third time in my whole entire <laughs> life. Um, and I played two games. Uh, it went up on the channel yesterday. If you didn't catch it, you should go check it out because Wheels, Liv, and myself played games against each other. So it was Wheels and Liv first, then it was myself and Liv, and then it was myself and Wheels. Mm -hmm. And we had a little tournament between the three of us yeah. to see who could win the most games. And uh, it was my, yeah, it was my third time ever playing. I think I've played like once a year for the last four years or three years, I guess. Um, so and yeah, Lois, it was good. Who was sent to the Shadow Realm in the end? Oh, that's a spoiler. I won't say. I won't say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no, you need, you need to watch, to watch it. Watch. Yeah, you, yeah, you need to watch, watch the video. video. But what I will say is, I um, I was planning to play the black deck, and in the end, I went for the red deck just because um, the black deck was already played, and I was like, well, I'll just do something else. And I actually quite liked it, and mm -hmm. I have to say, like as a game, I quite enjoyed it. And now I'm like really, because I obviously I got sent some like Magic the Gathering stuff a few months ago when they were releasing Strixhaven. I think it might have been Strixhaven yeah. actually. Yeah um and i've got like a bunch of unopened magic the gathering cards and booster packs and everything so i think i'm gonna try and i think i've been saying this before but i, I really want to get them on the table especially now that i've played and like the rules are fresh in my head and everything yeah. um i want to i want to get in on that because i want to kick wheels as a bum <laughs> and i decided in that video that i'm gonna uh become a professional magic yes. the gathering player. and genuinely so, yeah just just in time for them to not give any more money out of those tournaments. <laughs> They're just emptying those prize pools lately. But genuinely, though, I thought Lolis did really, really well. Like mm. we all know that Lolis is very good at board games, but like I thought Lolis was great considering how few games she played. And also, I think Red is a really good fit because Red are like really aggro, like high damage, fast. Like I think that really suits your playstyle. So I think it's probably yeah. a good oh. fit for you. And pray Speak. tell, was yeah. this for the upcoming or yes. just announced Dungeons and Dragons? Dungeons yeah. and Dragons! <laughs> 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 really got to strain that one out, haven't you? We got the, um, we got some uh, codes or like kind of special accounts where we got to play with the newest cards from Adventures in, in the Forgotten the... Realms. Forgotten Realms, thank yep, you. Really rolls off the tongue, that one. Especially when you have uh, to a, say Dungeons and Dragons magic, at the start. Yeah, and Magic <laughs> the Gathering. Yeah, Magic the Gathering hyphen Dungeons and Dragons colon Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. Two, oh. Return of the Planeswalkers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For me, that's like a top tier. As as a news writer, I've seen some real doozies yeah. out there. Yeah. But yeah, that's no, a... wild one. Go on, yeah. they've got some key terms in that one, though, haven't they? <laughs> SEO is off the charts. <laughs> yum yum um yeah i mean i quite like the red deck but i have not really i think i played the black maybe when we when johnny wheels and i played um, yeah we did game, the night, game we? night one like oh. two years ago almost um i don't really remember how i found it back then 
but yes, I liked Red. Um, I'd like to play some more and get to know the other decks and then get to know the cards and just get re- get good, you know? Mm. Um, get good. So yeah. that's, that was good. Uh, I've played Din, which is a Ooh, game that we've covered twice on the channel. Mm. Uh, now, you say that, Wheels, but I've played, I played four games of it in the last, like, two weeks and... I have to say, I don't like it. Oh, I, no, that's fine. We, we played it once on the... Well, I played it once on the channel with you, and that was my first time playing it. And I quite liked it, but it was like, it was my first time playing. So, you know, there was... But the... I don't know. I find it quite unbalanced. Um, I've got three decks. The horror deck, the sentient, and the beast. I found, and I played I found the horror deck a bit crap. But I really the like the deck, that's that's my main thing i think the horror deck is like way weaker than the other mm. two like it doesn't seem to like come up to par at all um i think the sentient deck is by far the strongest deck i think the beast deck can kind of hold its own but it's it kind of depends um yeah it's all right but i i don't love it um i don't know something about it just doesn't doesn't that's fair I don't think it's over on. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a good like beginner one though because it's super easy to learn. Like it, it takes like seconds to pick it up. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a lot of. It's quite slow. I find. Um, it's one of those games like I know uh, like a lot of card games like that when they've got text on them. It obviously takes, especially when you learn them, it takes quite a long time because you're you're getting to know the cards. But um, I obviously played like quite a few games and I was a bit like oh, I I don't really want to get to know these cards. Like I just don't really have the interest. Um, so yeah, sorry, it's, I it's don't right. want to get to know you. Come yeah, on. yeah. That's, 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 that's like been on a date with left. this game, and you're just like, "I'm yeah. sorry, you're not for me." I think you know. Sometimes you get an early feeling, and you're like, "I don't think we're made yeah. to to be together, you and me." So I'm sorry, Din. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's not probably... you. It's me. Actually, it is you. You suck. <laughs> I'll probably still end up playing it because uh, my housemate really likes it. Um, so. You know, I'll what, play it. If, is your housemate quite new to games? Ish. Well, like Ish. board games, yeah. So I, I can see you really liking MTG because it's super crunchy and it's like, but I, I don't know about folks at home, but I think the four of us are pretty advanced gamers. So, you know, <laughs> MTG's got like a lot to it. So I think there's way more to like mess around with, which is fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I like MTG. But I also played Summoner Wars, so another current Ooh. game that's kind of got a similar vibes to a lot of the, the games I've been playing. And uh, I really, really like Summoner Wars. Uh, we played it again on the channel. We played like a demo version online, which I think I played the Breakers and you played the Goblins. Yes. And then I played it since after that, like where I played the Goblins and somebody else played the Breakers. I really like the Breakers. They're one of my favorite, like, really I don't know cool, what you call yeah. them. Yeah, Faction. I really like the breakers a lot. Factions, yeah. Yeah. And then um I my physical copy arrived like I don't know, last week or early this week, can't remember. And I played I played two more games since and I played um oh I can't remember what they're called, but they're like kind of like very cleric y all about healing. Oh the um, Guardians or the Vanguards? Some... Vanguards, that's yeah. what they are, Vanguards. I did not like them. That's oh, not really? my playstyle. Okay. Well the thing is early early on I was like, you know, when I I, it was one of those things where like you know i say with din it's like you kind of get a feeling early on vanguards like almost from the off i was like I, i'm not gonna like these guys because i don't ever play healing characters mm-hmm. it's not my style i just don't i don't like it it's not what i'd like to do uh but i, I played it through and like uh, i think i ended up losing anyway um yeah i just didn't like them but then uh, today at lunch i played um the oh uh 
Oh, there was there were elves. The um, Phoenix elves. elves. No. The oh the jungle elves the Savannah elves they used to be Savannah the elves, elves. But now they're Savannah elves. Savannah elves, which I was like, I really like the look of these, mm. and I love them. And it from these ones like early on, I was like, I'm gonna like these a lot because um they're all about like being quite aggressive. Um, yeah, there they, it is. <laughs> yeah, they're very aggressive. They like use boosting a lot, which lets them like do more than one attack per turn and stuff mm. like that. It, they're just really, 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 really good, and I really like them. Uh, but I have a question for you because okay. Wheels, I know you know the game pretty well. Before you before um, you answer that question, I just want to say like, it makes me so happy that you're getting Summon Wars because I think Summon Wars is fantastic. I don't think it gets it's enough good, love. It's good. Yeah. And this is yeah. second edition. To yeah, this yeah, is a brand new one. Yeah, new one. So the question for you, Wheels, is because I know you did a review previously, and I probably should have watched that before I asked you this question. <laughs> but <laughs> um, do you find that the the game is in any way um, unbalanced, or like for example that the Savannah Elves in themselves are in any way unbalanced? I haven't played much with the Savannah Elves, but most of the factions, like I've, I've played with pretty much all the factions at least once, and like most of them mm -hmm. seem pretty well balanced to each other. Like I've I've been playing, I've played a few games online with like uh, randoms, and I've played the AI and stuff, and like I was like winning and losing about the same amount with like every faction that I was playing with. So I haven't I haven't seen too much unbalance this, but I think when you when you play with one faction a lot, sometimes you can get really good at them as well. So that can also have an effect. Well, I've been playing with a real person, and we just played like the I played Savannah Elves, and they played. What did they play again? Something else. Uh, oh, they're <laughs> like um, undead or something. I oh, I love this. Are, those yeah. guys are really tricksy. Fallen, the Fallen Kingdom, Fallen Kingdom yeah. yeah. Because they're all about like resurrecting and like spreading yeah. plague and all that kind of stuff, which means that you can actually screw yourself when you play them. But if you if you gamble correctly and like and get what you need, like they can be really really cool to play as. I think they're yeah. one of my favorite factions, actually, the Fallen Kingdom. Because I think like it was an interest. I I think maybe like they didn't maybe weren't ideal to play against each other because like. I was gaining loads of magic because it was really easy for me to take them down because I could do double attacks. And because like the Fallen Kingdom ones are pretty low health, but there's a lot of them, it was like quite easy for me to take out a lot of them, gain more magic, and then bring out like quite um, expensive like magic um, wise mm -hmm. cards. So like yeah, like the two of them didn't maybe seem like the ideal opponents because it just seemed like I was way way stronger than yeah. them. Um, but yeah, I, I just I just was wondering if you had any thoughts on that because uh, yeah, yeah, I think because they're all so like asymmetric, I I think sometimes one team might be balanced against everyone in the box, but you go up against someone and they're just kind of designed to work against them almost a bit. So that might be what you were coming into. But yeah, I I, I think it's a great game. I love it. And like, there's there's going to be new expansions coming out and all that kind of stuff. They they when like because we did a let's play of the original edition for like a you've never played on the channel. It was me and Johnny. Um, and I was showing them like the the factions that were available because it was like a, a tabletop mod, so it had all of the factions, and there were like sixty. <laughs> it was uh... yeah, so they they've got a lot up their sleeves, so like there'll be plenty to play from. And like because of the online subscription, you can pay like three quid a month and just play all of them, you know, like whenever you want, and oh, then really? try out your favorites and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So it's really really cool. Love it. I got yeah. Like... I I really really like it. Mm. Um, and it's it's yeah. I much prefer it to Din, and I haven't played enough Magic to compare it to that. But I think Summoner Moors might be like 
up there. I think I might get into like getting the expansions and yeah, everything, yeah. like kind of like I am with Star Realms. I think Summoner Wars could maybe be my like second favorite well, they, kind they, of card game. They put out like I think they've already got one either in the works or it's come out, but they put little versus boxes out where it's like two factions. So if a new um, one of those comes out, we could probably play a game in the studio, which would be very fun. <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Teasing content. Um, oh yeah. So those yeah, so I've had a very card game heavy week. Mm. That's what Ooh. I've been playing. Uh I've also just to go away from games for a moment. Um I watched Black Widow, um the new oh. Marvel film. Nice. Uh, I went to see that last night and it was really good. It was really I I was actually I didn't really know what to expect. I hadn't watched any trailers or anything like that and I've just recently kind of been watching uh, catching up on like marvel films because I, I missed a bunch of them over the years but um yeah it was really nice because it was like a hugely like women focused marvel film it was like mostly women in it and they were all like badass and yeah i think it was just really nice to see because a lot of the time especially the earlier marvel films tend to be like just all men all white men pretty much and it's um it was just really nice to have that representation um i think so sweet and uh good. my Beloved Florence Pugh is in it. So, oh, I, yeah, yeah, she was awesome. Her character she's on the was list, really sure. good. <laughs> she's on the list. I don't know if I've ever seen her in anything before, but I was like, she's I really, in, really uh, like her. Midsummer, right? Midsummer, yeah. She's amazing in Midsummer. Fine with my oh, family. Oh, she? Is I also love Midsummer. Yeah, she's yeah. the main character. Right, I didn't recognize her then. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Um, I will just say we've got, a, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but we've got a super chat from Spinoffsy who says, I can do this again. Also, it might be about time to take a hammer to that PC, me and baseball bat, silly giant mallet, anything. <laughs> Thank you for the super the thing, chat. Yes. The thing is about the PC is, right, it's given me a good decade or not decade, Jesus, five years or so of like, of good, honest work. But now it wants to be laid to rest, and it, I won't. I, Jesus, <laughs> give it a Viking funeral. Put it to sea on a burning boat. Take, take it around the back of the barn and put a drill through the hard drive. <laughs> put a magnet. It's doing, on it. it's doing a thing where it's like, until until you let me sleep, I will make your life very difficult. Jesus. Oh, um. um I'd also like to say, uh, just to somebody in chat said, holding finger over mute button in case of spoilers. Don't worry, I will not spoil anything. <laughs> I would never. Uh, yeah, anything else, ladies? Nope, that's everything I've been doing, pretty much. Just been... Uh, oh, I've been watching um, some animes. I think I might have... Did I? Whoa! Oh, oh, no! no. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, it's spreading. <laughs> I've been working on this for two years, and finally... <laughs> Well, actually, this is like little little um, sneak peek, I guess. Uh, mm. Somebody has done a little video um, that will probably come <laughs> up soonish on the channel <laughs> somewhere. Somebody, somebody. I wonder it's who it's about. Somebody did a video. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I was the one who edited the video, and I was like. And this this someone, whoever it is, <laughs> Who I could not say. Um, vote now. Uh, it, um, they recommended three anime to watch if you're like get if you're starting out or if you I don't know have been out of the loop for a while. Which I this in my case because I used to watch anime quite a lot. I was going to say like day. your first day on the job, you're wearing a Sailor Moon t-shirt, right? So 
Yeah, yeah, I used to be into it when I was a teenager, but then I just kind of fell out and just never really got back into it. But now I'm back into it. I've got a subscription to Crunchyroll, Funimation, Whoa! like all the things. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but anyway. Ponies, there we go. Do you want to spoil? Are we gonna, I'm not going to say... spoil the video. No, I'm not going to spoil the video. I will say that two out of the three titles were what piqued my interest, and I started by mm. watching those. And then because I was watching anime anyway, I ended up watching Attack on Titan which I will say because I wasn't on the list, but Attack on Titan is very good, and I really like it. And I am watching it all the time. Right. Nice. <laughs> Finally. Finally, someone to talk about anime with. It's like, it's. I think, I really like Attack on Titan, but I don't remember if this is like a really anime thing or if it's just really specific to Attack on Titan, but one thing really grinds my gears though is that they just keep like there's these moments which are supposedly like three seconds but it's the anime character for like oh, three minutes like 100%. having this inner monologue yeah. and it's like That's, oh my yeah. god have you please, seen dragon just... ball z <laughs> That's very no. much like a staple of the genre it's like yeah dragon ball is like notorious for having multiple episodes where they're just screaming and shouting at each other and they'll What's be it? like there's only one minute till something happens and it'll be like yeah. four episodes no <laughs> but <laughs> I wonder whether, and again, I'm not an expert, but I wonder if if it had anything to do with like, it's just a lot cheaper to make oh, those kind of episodes. Yeah, 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 like, like filler yeah. episodes are a massive thing in anime versus like manga. Yeah, I've noticed as well, and I, again, I because it's been a while since I've watched anime, so I can't really remember and I, I like to compare it to anything. But there's a lot of like just still shots where they just pan the camera. Mm. like instead of having like movement of like anim yeah. actual animation like it's, yeah oh that's the thing yeah nice. that's what i've been doing it's been quite a lot i've been very yeah, busy you've had a busy week yeah, sounds like a busy week <laughs> my goodness all right uh alex mian let's shift on over to you what have you been up to uh matt don't you mean alex me me han as my <laughs> tag on on the the podcast oh no <laughs> Why didn't you tell oh, me? Yeah. It's been like that. For... I can change it so easily. Oh, Mian. It wasn't a good time. I didn't want to interrupt <laughs> lovely conversation. Where is it? I'm fixing what? it. Hold on. In the frame. <laughs> it reminded me when, when way back when, when I, I had the red and black lumberjack. When, when I <laughs> when it pretty much first started oh at Dicebreaker. I remember you chastising me for putting too many E's well, no, that, in your second name. No, here's the thing, though. That was a typo. I know how to spell your name. Whereas people assume that Whelan is how you spell it, you know? like <laughs> Which, it's been my entire life telling people, no, there's one E. There's one E. <laughs> Mine's like the opposite. Mm. It's, it's, it's two E's, baby. <laughs> baby. Um, baby. Um... <laughs> Yeah, what have I been up to, Matt Jarvis? Oh What's my goodness, question? what a roller coaster! Um... <laughs> and people wonder why this podcast isn't one hour long. <laughs> hey, <laughs> just building up the hype. I mean, um... to be fair, we're thirty minutes in, and we've uh, Lolis has just finished, so I, I don't think we can be like busy. <laughs> Right. Also, Jarvis. I can see on the document that That's nobody right. else has been doing I played, anything. I like nothing. So, so me and. Take your time, it's fine. Matt Jarvis, let me tell you about a little game called Pokemon. Oh, God. Oh, I, I, me and I've had enough of Pokemon this week. Oh, God. Yeah. As you, you know, me, well, the reason why Will's is groaning 
is because he was uh, my my the victim of my. He was my the Gary to your yeah. I was the Brock. <laughs> yeah. In you, that, I was yeah, the punchline exactly. of the joke. <laughs> so I got an email from Matt Jarvis saying, uh, "Me and Block Capitals underneath." We gotta cover more of the Pokemon. This email Do never it. took place. This Picture was... of Matt smoking a cigar. But uh, we gotta get the Pokemon. Pokemon. Get me some pictures of the Pokemons. <laughs> the kids love it. So I replied saying, "I, I, Captain." Mm-hmm. And this week uh, I've been playing the digital app for Pokemon, Which is the trading card great. game. <laughs> Look, it's got its it's got its ups and downs. Well, it's got its ups and downs. The 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 downsides being very clear the <laughs> from the first page. <laughs> I downloaded it and it looks like it's like a a, a tutorial for like kids to use. And yeah, yeah it looks like it came with a cereal packet. Yeah, I'll exactly describe what it looks like. It looks like cast your mind back to like 2006 or something. <laughs> You're on the internet. You're on Neopets. <laughs> <laughs> I put visual reference in the chat because I screenshotted some of it and it is, yeah. <laughs> it, it, for some reason, it looks like just the budget for this is very low in terms of the quality of the. the so when you first boot it up, you have to do these tutorials and stuff that teach you how to play the game. And you play against these, uh, like, characters they've made up. They're not, like, from the series or whatever. Uh, and they <laughs> look like they've been drawn. Yeah, yeah, part of, like, a cheap free web game from the <laughs> early 2000s. Um, but the tutorials are actually pretty informative. I mean, it's not, like, a very complicated game at its core. It's pretty straightforward. It's what you recognise from pokemon in the tutorial yes, you just wreck Jarvis. like five yeah. ten-year-olds right it's just yeah. like they, they turn up with their decks and it's like hey play against this ten-year-old and then you just absolutely yeah. kind I don't of know. wipe there's, them out with the deck that you've got there's a guy called zach who has got a real like poop eating grin and he's 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 very <laughs> poorly drawn <laughs> of and course I'm, you were taking glee in this i I, I reckon like, he's yeah. like 18 actually i don't think he's 10 just that the smugness on him is is <laughs> palpable. Well, once you've beaten beaten the scrubs, mm-hmm. let's call them, um, you can now play the game sort of proper. And there's like a couple of challenges that you can do with solo play against the AI, which suddenly wraps the difficulty up because the packs, the the decks they give you are really quite rubbish. Um, I will say it is definitely a card game that's very based on luck. As we found with some of the coin flips. So when Mr. Whelan and I were playing some Pokemon, uh, we had some incidents where you had an attack that was based purely on a coin flip. Do you you mind if I tell this from my perspective? Because it's agonising. It is agonising. I don't mean to interject, but oh my god. As long as we're not here for ten minutes while you complain about this, so go on. The thing is, right, because we've been playing like Magic and stuff recently, and like I've made it quite clear that there are a lot of problems with Magic. It's a really old game, and like there are some bits that I really don't vibe with. But it's it's still like a really great card game. Like I still really like playing it. Playing Pokemon, I assumed that it would be like a little bit simpler, but not like awful. 
it's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like sat there with, so Mian had this like ridiculous card that she'd pulled from a booster pack before we started playing. And we were both playing, we were both playing with like bog standard, like the easiest decks we could get. Um, No, no, it's not the case. You lie. You lie. We were playing with decks that we had made. No, I was playing with one that I got given. You're a fool. (laughs) No, I I also played with one that I had made and it also did terribly. But um, but I, yeah, so I was like coming up against, you had, what was it, like a a V card or something, which basically meant that you had like an already leveled up card, but... If I no, killed it, you... I got an extra thing or whatever. Yeah, it's it's what it's what's called. Yeah, like a V card. It, there was a specific set, and this is not standard. It's expanded. That there's a specific set that have these Pokemon that are pretty pretty powerful, and it was a Morpeko, and it it just had this ability that could it had do like twenty damage. Health. <laughs> to, to it did not have three hundred health. It, it had, had over like two hundred. Yeah, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> Look how she's trying to play it down. It was it was an absolute whitewash. I felt like I was I was being put in a bin by like high school bullies. It was horrendous. I so I I like played one of the like normal creatures that has like seventy health or whatever and like a crappy attack. And like I for some I think I just wasn't drawing enough energy or something. Pokemon's really weird. Like it's just it's a weird card game because it doesn't really play like any others that I've played because you you have like one creature that is always up front and everything else is basically not doing anything and then you're like playing magic onto it to like activate its abilities rather than or energy sorry not magic but anyway so I had like one attack and it was like it didn't really do any damage but you flip a coin and if it's heads you paralyze the opponent instead and I was like okay I've got this massive creature coming up against me but at least I can try and paralyze it to try and get you know, summon some footing back. Ten times in a row, I flipped tails. <laughs> and I swear to God, I was ready to break my computer. And my one isn't even flipping got anything wrong with it. Oh <laughs> it's not God. wishing for the sweet relief. Oh, God, it was so painful. <laughs> right. So let me, from my perspective... <laughs> Uh, as the person with the deck, mm-hmm. I did get this card from a pack. I recognise it as a stupid card. <laughs> uh, I was lucky enough to draw it in my first hand. Pokemon is one of those games where, and this happens in other trading card games yep. as well, mm-hmm. I will defend, that if you do get in a certain situation, then you, the, your opponent is basically ruined. Yeah. Because, And it's happened to me where, like, if you can get um, like a second or third evolutionary Pokemon like in your active slot, then then you've basically won the game unless the other person somehow like manages to pick up speed. Like it is very much a game that is dependent on card draws. There are a lot of coin flip stuff. Not every Pokemon has coin flip moves Too attached many to do, it. <laughs> a fair number do. Yeah. Um I don't know. I'm the more reasonable person. This is not because I won. It's literally... <laughs> I'm so tired. It's literally because... And Matt Jarvis will back me up on this as well. Don't bring me into this. You <laughs> have to do it's your fault we're playing, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the SEO is really good on Pokemon, gang. Let's learn how to play Pokemon. <laughs> um, it's, it, 
like, it's not a terrible game. Like, as someone who doesn't really care for magic that much, like, to me, it's a lot more straightforward. There's a lot less, like, nonsense text on the cards, which I think helps me. I also have an attachment to the license, mm-hmm. so I like the Pokemon. And I don't know, to me, I just feel there's a lot less stakes involved. Like, I don't know. Like, I lost some Pokemon games and it's felt a lot less worse than losing a Magic game. I don't know. It just feels like there's a lot less... You also just don't really have any options, though, I think, which is what was so frustrating for me. Because it was like... Not really the case. Well, no, because because you can only have one active creature, it basically means that, like... But you can retreat at any time you want. Yeah, but then you just swap it with another single creature, right? So it's like... It doesn't matter if I have lots of low-level creatures because I might as well just have one because I can't combine them. Do you know what I mean? Whereas in Magic, mm. if I've got like, I might have one-one goblins or whatever, but if I've got ten of them, then I've got something to work with. You know, even if you've got like a twenty-twenty sat on your side or something, you know. Mm. I don't know. Pokemon That's... is just a different game where it's like, if it's more about getting that really because some like it's the case of like there are Pokemon who are just fundamentally better than other Pokemon. So if you can get one of those Pseudo-Wudo. Pokemon into your... Uh? Pseudo-Wudo. Pseudo-Wudo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's if you can get... We haven't talked about the art. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the best game ever. No, no, no. Saying... But yeah, I found it incredibly frustrating. It's what yeah. I wanted to say. <laughs> it's one of those things that's like pretty faithful to the games as well. Because you in the video games, you can get... Like your Pokemon can be paralyzed, I think, and it will just—it's just a hidden dice roll of yeah. whether it like unparalyzes and you can do stuff. Because I, because otherwise you can just get attacked and attacked and attacked. I think Will's there is a chance that I'm not saying that like you're wrong because you're not. Like there are there are massive flaws to the game, but you might just suit a deck that has more trainer cards because they are more like sorceries in Magic mm. that let you do things with your deck and pull cards out. So you don't have to rely yeah, on just I, drawing. I the don't right know. Things, it's just but... because like we only had the baby cards, right? Oh, what you got there? Oh, is that Kingla? Oh, I can't see what it oh, is. Still... I know what it is. This is like one of those puzzles where it slowly reveals. Oh no, to... we know what that card yeah. is. It's is it a Miltank? Right? It's Grumpig. Yeah. It's Come one on. of the ugliest cards I've ever seen. No, Unfortunately, it's see, yeah. it's focusing on the chair brand. I think you need to cover up the chair brand. There you go. Oh, there we go. There's Grumpig. Oh, that is awful. Sorry for people at home. The ugliest. Yeah, this is great audio podcast. Yeah, Lolis, Lolis is showing Grumpig, which has art looks that looks like, like it's it was been done by a five-year-old. Oh, five-year-old. Wow. Okay, I was more. I was more uh <laughs> more uh conceding i can't remember a word sorry um but yeah no the art is is pretty like hit and miss some of it's great yeah, yeah. some of it's really good and some of it is just kind of i'll wild see it lowly i know i'm working on it Give me a minute. <laughs> it really <laughs> doesn't like it does it oh. Oh. oh oh there we go that's not glam meow it's not awful glam meow glam meow that's it right glam and meow right but yeah anyway uh, I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's because we were playing with the baby cards, but like the training cards were just like draw more cards or like heal, and it was there wasn't really anything interesting that I could from the ones that I had available to me. There wasn't really anything interesting I could play with, to be honest. But yeah, sorry, carry on. Me. Well, I enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hope, like it. Don't get me wrong. It's like. Um... I mean, like we said before, it's a game that's almost fundamentally for children. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, it's like six-year-olds. It's not going to, it's not it's... going to be as like complicated as Magic: The Gathering because it does have a fundamentally different audience. 
Um, and all, I will say that the app at least gives you like, at least gives you a decent selection of, of cards to start with. Like I've not spent any money whatsoever, and I've already got like a fairly decent collection of of cards. Um, yeah, it's kind of similar to Arena, win... isn't it? Where you get like here's here's Thing a is... yellow deck. Here's a do you know what I mean? Like no, it's much better than that. I genuinely think it's much more generous than Arena. Like because I've already got like a fair good selection and collection of cards just from logging into the game, playing a couple of matches. Mm-hmm. And doing some of the tutorial stuff, and it just gives you some stuff. That means that I've able, I've been able to to create several different decks that work because there's actually a a deck wizard in there as well, which I think is really good. Deck wizard is very cool. I think it's a much more accessible. Um, I think it's a much more accessible like digital card game. Um, just in case, just in terms of like the way it plays and what it gives you like when i came into magic arena someone who's not really played magic much yeah there's lots of tutorials they give you some basic debts that are rubbish um, rubbish like you can play with them genuinely like i think you can play with them but they're not they're not very good i think what's great what what i really like about them is they're good like starters so like mm. i i have built a deck that works really well in arena but it was literally just based off the basic white deck that was there you know like there's you can sort of build off of them kind of thing, if that makes sense. I think it's similar in Pokemon, right? Where it's like, here's like a ba- basic like lightning deck. Um, here's like a basic water deck. Like here's some creatures that you can mess around with. And then you can move things into it and mess around with it and tinker and, and build it to your kind of uh, style, if that makes sense. I really like the, um, they have that wizard as well, right, Mian? The deck wizard thing, which is a really cool idea. I, I did mention that, yeah. <laughs> did it? Yep. Really? Oh god, sorry. Yeah. I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I've been keeping it on chat as well. I think my brain just Yeah. There we go. Uh yeah, no, it is a really good function where you can literally just pick one or two Pokemon and it'll build a deck around that. Like yeah. again, I'm not saying it's the best card game in the world. I can see why it is frustrating. Like it is very luck based and it is for babies. But <laughs> It's not for babies. It's kind of for like, babies. <laughs> look, it, it like I'm. It definitely like has an audience that skews younger. I think the magic, but like there is like a big scene because Pokemon's just been going ages, right? Yeah, no, it's I'm like, not. I'm not saying only babies can enjoy it. I'm saying it's built for babies, Matt. Like you know, plenty of adults watch children's TV, right? You know, that's fine, <laughs> but it's still built for babies. <laughs> right. Well, we'll agree to differ. Um, and I don't know. Like I, I just been sort of enjoying like i played some over lunchtime like i again i used the deck wizard to just build a deck with some of the pokemon i had and that's really that takes a lot of the the annoyance out of it for me because i don't like deck building i find it boring and so for that to just do it for me and then i can play a game with a deck that actually somewhat works and this was a game where it's like initially it started off not great because i just had mill tanks I just had an army of milk. <laughs> like this was a water-based egg. Um, it was no, milk-based. No, I, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. No, uh, no, sorry. This was a. It was a mixture of normal types and psychic types. Sorry, this wasn't a deck that I'd made. It was the deck that I'd been given. Oh, there. That was um, the one I played against you as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was. It was full of. I just had all. Uh, no psychic Pokemon. It was all mill tanks. And then my opponent 
um, had the audacity to use Swooba against me, which <laughs> that really upset that me. Was, that was my one little, like, well, I've got Swooba in this deck, so at least I can turn her love against her. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Ian, have you got... Have you been playing anything else quickly-ish? Uh, not really, just Pokemon. <laughs> and then, and yeah, I watched some Lupin that's on Netflix. Pretty good. Oh. Is it about wolves? Nope. Oh. Okay. It was about, about werewolves. Nope. Is it's... it about... Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in like a reception class. <laughs> A slight delay, so every time I start, <laughs> like... anyway, come on. Um, I think we, yeah, all the stuff that I've played this week, Wheels. we've been talking about, right? So it's fine. Wait, I still don't know what Lupin is about. Me and tell me, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's about like a it's about a French detective, like it's the oh, Lupin, oh like, yeah, 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 the Lupin, like, um, the the classic series of of like thief novels oh i haven't heard um, of them. but it's a it's a modern take on it it's it's in it's a french television show so there are subtitles um if you have a problem with that um it's really good it's on its second season uh, or is that on I netflix get... somewhere yes yeah, on netflix i would recommend oh. uh, the it's a really interesting show where it takes some of the the classic it's like Sherlock, but not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like good Sherlock. Sherlock's like, okay. Uh, I was thinking. Of, I was. Lu- I was thinking of Lupin the Third, which is the anime. It's the. It's the Lupin and the Third has... is both the anime and the Ghibli film. Yeah. Which is also based on Lupin. Yeah. Like it's based uh... on the same thing, but this is like a French modern show based yeah. on Lupin, and it's very good. That's cool. I, I, haven't, I have not heard of this. All the original books for that point, mm. but I like detective stuff, so I'm mm. going to go check this out. There you go. Thanks for the right. recommendation. All right. Wheels. Yeah, no, so I, I played Magic with Lolis and I played Pokemon with you, so we don't have to uh, spend even more time on what we played, but I have been <laughs> I have been um, playing some Sealed for the new Magic set. So I've Sealed, for anyone who hasn't played it, basically you get six packs and then you just have to make a deck out of what you get. Um, and I'm halfway through one. I got I got three wins and three losses. You you lose after three, basically. If you lose three times, you're out. But you can try and get more prizes. It's gambling. Um, there's uh, yeah. The, I did a run where I got three and three, and I'm currently two and three at the moment. So I'm not doing well, but I am actually really enjoying it. The new the new set is really really fun. They've got like the the class cards, which are really cool. They got the dungeon stuff. Like yeah, there's there's loads of really fun new mechanics that they've added in. I think it's actually a really good set. Which is surprising because it's magic and Dungeons and Dragons. So I would expect it to be a very boring, easy set. But actually, they've—I think it's quite lovingly made. Like it's really cool. I've been really enjoying it. So I recommend it. Awesome. Yeah, we should actually have a—we'll have some more on Adventures in the Forgotten Realms on the website yeah. and probably the video channel soon. And as I said, so, we can, you can watch our Let's Play as well, which went out. Yeah, yesterday. and check it out. All right. Well, is that everything from your end? Yeah. Uh, I also played. Um, I actually started teaching Liv as well because we we played a physical sealed like we had some packs in the office so ah. we it was cold time in the end because it was just ones that were lying around but like I I was like right Liv let's build a deck together let's let's like teach you the ways of magic kind of thing um and yet 
slowly still beat her. <laughs> spoiler! In the game that we didn't do on video, uh, which it's not a spoiler. Uh, but there you go, yeah. I am yeah. excited. I would like to play Draft and Sealed because that I think that's where the deck construction element becomes yeah. interesting for me, where it's almost like part of the whole thing. Yeah. I don't want to spend hours before like researching the Mesa. And... The reason I really like Sealed is because everyone's kind of on equal footing. It's like, you've all got random cards. And sometimes someone will yeah. just happen to... Like, I think um, Chase, our uh, reporter, got, like, two of the most rare cards in his sealed draft. So I was like, oh, okay, great. But, like, normally you'll get, like, some good cards, some bad cards. You just have to make make what you... It's kind of key forgy where it's like, okay, just make what you can from the stuff that you've been given, you know? And it, yeah, I, I really I, like that element. But they they yeah. make you pay to play it, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, I think a uh, friend of like Jason Coles, who will be on next week, actually, mm. if all goes well on the podcast next week uh, to chat more magic he wrote about pack wars um a couple of weeks ago a couple of months ago and that's you take one booster pack and basically add some lands to it you don't look at the booster pack and it's like you get a mini deck oh my god and then you just play with it and that seemed really that fun sounds really like a fun. kind of yeah, almost like a key forge style how do you, you know, know what everyone's lands to use <laughs> i think you do five of each okay. mana color or something like that it balances out so. right but all right cool uh as for me, I've not played anything this week. Uh, I tried to play the Pokemon card game with me and at one point, uh, and then I couldn't log in. And it was like, <laughs> we'll send you a verification email in the next 24 hours. <laughs> it's been 24 hours. They've still not sent me that email. So oh my God. I don't think I'll ever be able to log in. I have some packs registered on there as well. From, like, I assume you've checked I've your, um, your, yep. your junk. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Liv is in the chat. Liv, go edit your video. <laughs> <laughs> Liv's got a very uh, exciting video that's coming out the weekend, but we'll talk about mm, it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this for a particular reason. Uh, in terms of other stuff, I've been watching the latest series of Documental, at least the latest series to be broadcast in English, or dubbed into English, subbed into English. I'm going to uh, guess that's an anime. No. So Documental, for those who don't know, uh, there is a film director, Japanese film director, called Hitoshi Masumoto who made some of the strangest, funniest films I've ever watched. Uh, R100, I can't even begin to describe in this podcast because YouTube will probably not like me, <laughs> but it is so surreal and strange uh, and one of the few films I've literally cried with laughter at in the cinema uh, when I saw it at Fright Fest just on a whim. Uh, but he, he came up with this program that is... Um, it's kind of like a social experiment in that they get famous Japanese comedians, they get 10 Japanese comedians, they lock them in a room together, they each put in, f I think it's a million yen, it's oh, about six and a half grand, okay, yeah. and Matsumoto puts in another six and a half grand, or million yen, um, and then they have to last six hours without laughing, because if they laugh, they get eliminated, and they cannot win the money, and if, if there are multiple people left, nobody gets it, or at least, yeah, in the first series at least, and it is... God so odd and it, it is a uh, fair warning to people who go and seek this out uh there is a lot of nudity uh there are definitely some problematic elements in some of the jokes that the comedians make particularly in the early seasons um which are not so good but generally it's just fascinating to watch a load of people who are clearly you know creatively minded basically just throwing stuff at the wall and comedians having to react to a lack of response from the audience because the rest of the people in the room can't laugh because they'll lose money. So they'll say something and everyone will just deadpan. But then it's the moments where they'll say something that is not very funny or do something completely 
mundane and someone just cracks from the kind of you know unexpectedness of it it is very odd it's very funny i think it's been they've adapted it into various other languages and regions i think they call it last one laughing mm. i think there's an australian one with rebel wilson which i've not watched um it is yes it's quite the show i would recommend it if you're after something very odd and very funny um but yeah like i say there are just a couple of elements where you might want to watch out for um in terms of other stuff, I watched Too Hot to Handle. Liv spoke about this last week and reminded me that there's a new series. It's wonderful trash television. I'm far too invested uh, in some of the, the couples on it. It's a program where you aren't allowed to have sex or kiss on an island because you lose money out of a prize fund. Uh, but they basically oh, just get like... Mate, it is, it is some of the worst. They get like the most sexed up people you have ever seen in your life who are like, I can't go two hours. <laughs> without like doing That's, something that it's is so like, bizarre i feel like if that is the case they need to seek like the, yeah at least look into help. some like there are elements where they have like <laughs> workshops and like in the way that reality tv does they have like a workshop and they're suddenly like i'm like you know i've realized so much about myself i'm a different person and it's like yeah it's like a two-hour workshop really gonna reverse the fact that you're really quite horrible to a lot of people mm. like so yeah it's uh oh television is such trash it's brilliant trash <laughs> it's brilliant trash it's, it's very well produced they do a very good job of getting you invested yes um, matt it's the television that has done a very good job <laughs> uh other than like that love island is awful as well it's, it's like, yeah it's like the opposite of love island though yeah, but um, I think Levine is even almost even worse because they encourage people to like get into relationships and then break those up and get into other relationships, and it's just like really weird. It's manipulative. Like, yeah. It's yeah. very. It's like it's toying with people's feelings. It's mm. awful. I watched like one or two episodes before, and it was like they brought in like somebody's ex to go have drinks with somebody, who, like with that person's, like the person that that person was seeing in Love Island, and it was like just really, really horrible. Like it's oh no, I can't stand it. Matt, anything else you've been doing? No, not really, but I will say that I didn't pull it for news, but I wanted a game to talk about, um, and this is a smaller one, but there's an RPG called Weird Stories that was, I think, teased a little while ago uh, by Gil Hover, who designed The Networks, which is a pretty good board game, and Wordsy, which is a pretty good word game, um, and a couple of other things. High Rise, I think, is uh, one of theirs as well. But it seems really cool. It's basically, it's inspired by things like um, Murakami, the novelist, um, Lin like David Ooh. Lynch. Um, movies, Twilight Zone, Lost is mentioned in there. And the idea of it is that it's very rules light. I think um, it's compared to something like Fiasco. Um, but the premise of it is that it's kind of in the same way that a David Lynch movie, you'll come out and go, what the heck did I just watch? <laughs> uh, there's a an element of you'll end the session as a group and you won't have answered every question and there will be things deliberately kind of left unexplained or unresolved which I think is a really interesting concept. Uh, so I am really looking forward to that. I think it's out later this year, uh, but it was one of those things that kind of passed me by and then I spotted there was some more news on it and it's like, this sounds right on my street. Fiasco is a great game, like a great mm. uh, system and structure. And I think kind of indie RPGs looking at like, like say more kind of story driven experiences where you don't have to have a very neat, hooray, we won, you know, mm. I'm, very excited for it all right let's shift over <laughs> that only took us one hour <laughs> hey that's about right nowadays um let's shift over to news there's quite a lot here 
So we're going to cram our bunch together. Uh, as you will know, if you've listened to the podcast recently, we now just kind of recap a couple of stories. If you want to go and get the full news, go on over to dicebreaker.com. Like we yeah. have daily news, like, like a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> some, of, yeah, some of the highlights from recently, me and you spoke to the Earthborn Rangers um, creator, Andrew Navarro, uh, previously creative director of Arkham Horror, uh, the living card game and Marvel Champions oh, and so course. on. Yeah, yeah. That's a new game coming out of Disney Studio. Um, there's you also covered the fan made Pokemon game, which is wild. Speaking of Pokemon, it's like the whole of Pokemon, and it. Fantos. I think they said it took them the like whole... thirteen hours yeah. to finish, or eleven hours to finish, or something. More than that, twenty three or something. Yeah. Um, we had you and Wilson write something about Mobius, the French comic artist, mm-hmm. and his in, uh, his kind of influence on tabletop RPGs, like indie RPGs. Um, I wrote up a list of board game Easter eggs. I believe Chase is maybe putting something up very soon about the new Magic set. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff on the website, so head on over. But we've pulled a couple of stories to just quickly recap here. Uh, hmm. I don't even know how to get into this first one, so I'm just going to basically summarize it because it's more of a PSA than anything else. Yeah. Because it what, what a mess. <laughs> so the last few days, there have been... Uh, various different major board game conventions around the world uh, have come out and kind of defined their current guidelines on COVID-19 and the coronavirus. Um, Notably, the UK Games Expo, which is happening at the end of this month, have said that in line with the the UK government's decision to just drop everything on the 19th. Which is also incredibly stupid. (laughs) Yeah, uh, UK Games Expert basically said, oh yeah, we're not going to require masks, we're not going to require tests, we're not going to limit, we're not basically not going to have any requirements or restrictions. There's some social distancing in place and ventilation in the venue, Um, but in terms of checking anything at the door, they on on the new guidelines, they say hey, if you could do a test before you come along, that'd be great, but we have no way of checking it, so it'd just be for your own kind of peace of mind. It's like, that's that's not the way to do this. <laughs> like that, you can't do that and just rely on people. Same with masks. Is they say, "Oh, we recommend you bring one because there might be times that you want to wear one." And it's like, I, how about all the time? I, I've been going to the cinema like for the last few weeks since like things have kind of calmed down a bit. But it's always been like pretty quiet, and like the cinemas have been really good with like putting several seats between you and the next person over. So you're very socially distant. You also, like, le- sometimes leave a different exit than you come in to avoid, like, meeting too many people in the hallways. And it's always been, like, really quiet. And I went to cinema last night, and it was, like, one of the first nights that Black Widow was out in the cinema. And it was really busy. Like, it was quite busy. Like, and I was stressed in that situation, so I couldn't mm. even imagine being in, like, a convention hall with nobody wearing masks, nothing, like, in place at all. I, I can't even... Oh, it's just so... Even yeah. just watching the Euros, like, with because as the crowds have been getting bigger it's it's made me feel a little bit uncomfortable and that's an open air stadium like yeah this is like the, the nec and... in birmingham like this is just a big box room it's like uh, it's, it's irresponsible yeah. it's yeah, very irresponsible really yeah so it's worth, worth saying so uh, the the reasoning they've given is kind of oh we're just following what the government are doing but as as far as i understand i'm not a lawyer so don't take this with a large pinch of salt as far as i understand it private events like this can choose to enforce their own rules or at least set you know recommendations or some kind of but they've just basically dropped everything and said eh like Mm. you worry about it kind of it's like with their angle is like oh we're putting confidence in our attendees and it's like 
I, I, that's really wishful thinking. Like thing maybe is, it's like, being done with the best of intentions, but it's such wishful thinking. It's the, not being done with, you know, I've, I've realism seen, in mind, I don't think. I've seen people online who like have run events like this and have said stuff like, you know, it's, you know, to, to be fair to them, like the, if they don't have like government backing, et cetera, et cetera, like basically saying, you know, they didn't have much of a choice, but that argument always pales when it's, you know, there's there's the choice to just not run the event. If if you don't have the resources to keep people safe, then you shouldn't be running the event. And it yeah. doesn't matter if, like, you know, the government has, which uh, <laughs> I don't mind saying, as Michael Whelan, the, the human, have been pretty awful considering, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, this entire pandemic. Like, I wouldn't follow their advice anyway. But as a company, like, if, if, if the option is lose money or potentially lose lives people, one of those yeah. is always the obvious choice right and it's the and it's the first like i i just i can't i can't see myself ever defending that position it's just yeah it's just dumb it's yeah. really dumb it's so dumb. um to add to that so that came out obviously people responded to that uh then gen con uh the us event happening in indianapolis in i think it's mid-september maybe end of september uh it's been it was pushed out of august when it usually takes place so a little later in the year America, different country, different time. They have said that they will they will enforce masks for people who aren't vaccinated, but for people who are vaccinated, it's up to them, which is again just kind of one of those things of like I, I don't know, it's that's a lot of trust in people, right? It's like I don't know if I would feel comfortable just assuming that people are gonna essentially do the right thing. Like, well, the problem point... with that is as well is I'm pretty sure it's been proven that people, even people who've been doubly vaccinated, uh, I mean I know of people been doubly vaccinated who can still who still are getting it and like and they can still carry it as well. That's the main yeah, thing. Yeah, and there's variants and so and there's variants and everything. So th I don't think that's much better. Like, it's uh, no. Yeah. Um, right. So yeah, and then finally, uh, Essence Spiel, uh, which is happening in mid October. Um, I reached out to the organizers of that show uh, and they said they, so we've almost got like three points on a spectrum here. We've got UK Games Expo, Gen Con, and then Eschenspiel uh, have said that to be granted entry, you'll, you will need to present proof of full vaccination or immunization, they're also saying, um, or a negative test, uh, COVID test within the last 48 hours. You all masks will be mandatory for everyone. Anyone that isn't wearing a mask will be removed from the event. Yeah, um, and, and they're this also is in like October as well, like not yeah the end of this month, right? And it's... Yeah, yeah. It's and I think one of the nice things about Spiel when I spoke to Spiel is they I followed up and kind of said, okay, like that's all well and good, but they mentioned that it was kind of in line with the local um, state of uh, West Rhineland. Um, I can't remember the full name of that. I'm sorry. Uh, but basically the the region of Germany where Essen is, it's kind of in line with that at the moment. I said, okay, if that changes, you know, are you going to change the requirements? And they said, no, like we're, regardless of what happens with Germany, with the region, we will require masks for everyone, which feels like more of the approach to take yeah. of just, you know, you can't rely on the, at some point you can't rely on the country or the government. And it's also like there's a lot of like saying oh it's not their fault etc etc but like that's you know first of all there's a, an example of another uh, event who sure they're bigger but also they've got way more 
um space between like vaccines rolling out and their event and they're still taking more precautions but also like just testing like asking for test results like i i got off the train literally today in brighton and they were handing out free covid tests in here in the uk like here's a free covid test just take it like it's it's not difficult to get tested anymore even if you don't have access to a vaccine and if you if you can't just like pass a test on the day that you're going then don't go to an event like yeah, <laughs> stop putting like, other people at risk for the sake of going to yeah, a board game event, you know man, right if you are going to, you know. yeah so okay you know uh, i'd advise people to go and check out those guidelines in full we're obviously kind of breezing for it a bit here there are much more detailed versions on the respective websites for those events and obviously they are potentially subject to change in the months to come or for UK Games Expo weeks because they don't have months. Um, so, yeah, like if you are if you are planning on attending these events, if you feel comfortable with doing that, then obviously check the guidelines and just, you know, look after yourself and look after others. And if you don't feel comfortable, then, yeah, like you are doing the right thing for you. Like that at the end of the day, you know, it's it's looking after yourself and looking after others. So just, yeah, take care out there, folks um let's move on to some happier news shall we uh there have been a lot of game announcements this week uh now that we don't have a new session i'm going to kind of breeze through them but let's let's kind of do like a quick fire reaction to some of these okay so there's a new unmatched yeah oh that's cool the uh yes. the bloody mary looks really cool yeah 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 yeah, it's a it. I love Unmatched. It's such a good series. I want to see more of it. I'm so glad that they're not just doing the IP ones. They're mm. also doing like their own sets based on like you know uh, IP free <laughs> characters. It's gonna have Achilles, Bloody Mary, um, uh, Son Wukong, otherwise known as Monkey King. By the way, uh, <laughs> yes, gay Achilles. Um, and the already announced Yenenga, the um. I'm so sorry. The princess of Ghana, uh, Northern Ghana. So like it's, it looks really good. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, they've been doing some really cool stuff for that series. Really, really interesting stuff. Uh, they're also doing a digital version, right? So later Ooh. this year, Mian. Yeah, uh, December. They're releasing a digital. At the moment, the only art and characters they've referenced are from Volume One, but they might release the the other characters afterwards. And the developer seems to have, slash publisher, seems to have done a lot of board game stuff in the past. So they seem to have like a bit of a pedigree. So hopefully it'll be good. All right. Uh, next on the block is Artisans of Splendent Vale. Not a familiar name by itself, but it comes from Nikki Valens. Uh, they are the co-designer of Mansions of Madness second edition. I believe they also co-designed Eldritch Horror. They led the design, I think, on the third edition of Arkham Horror. They created Legacy of Dragonholt. Um, oh. They are former Fancy Flight. Uh, they've also done Quirky Circuits, I think, for Plaid Hat. So they have like a really strong repertoire. I really love their games. Uh, this appears to be like a narrative game coming out of Renegade, which is the Clank uh, publisher. So it it it's exciting news for me. <laughs> Renegade do loads. Uh, I will say, Legacy of Dragonhole, I I had fun playing, but the writing is bad. <laughs> it's like real schlocky, but if you don't mind that, then it's, it's a good laugh. Yeah. Uh, Alright, uh, if we don't have any more thoughts on that, let's roll on through to Machi Koro. 
Two. Two. Yeah. <laughs> I saw I saw pictures of of some of the cards in it, and I got really excited because I thought, oh, cool, like new buildings and stuff. And then I checked, and it's the same buildings. It's just like it looks like you can do slightly different things. Um, so I'm I don't know. I'd, uh, I'm, I want to hairstyle, by the way. Like. Yeah, <laughs> I want to I want to find out more and really find out like what the what the additions are because like the fact that it's like it's the same businesses as before is kind of disappointing to me. Um, it sounds more so. like a second edition rather than a two, you know. No, but it does seem like they have, yeah, I guess they've got, it does look like they've got slightly different mechanics somewhere. I remember seeing a card and being like, oh, that's interesting. But mm. yeah, I'm, I'm, I just like, there's so many other businesses you could cover. Why not just do something new? I don't know. Okay, yeah. this one is actually it's... really exciting. The next one. Oh, sorry, Gary, I thought you were jumping on. No, sorry, Matt, go ahead. Ah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's just, it's interesting to see a numbered sequel yeah. to a board game, which is not something that often happens. Normally, it is mm. like a second edition, right? But calling it Machi Koro 2 is like an odd thing in my mind because <laughs> it sounds like it's continuing the story of Machi Koro and there is no story. Last time on Machi Koro. dice and build a thing. Uh, it, it, it should have been called Machi Koro Ni instead. Mm, yes, that's true. Or Machi Koro uh, 2 Machi 2 Koreas. D2. D2. Isn't that just a coin? Um, <laughs> Machi Koro? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. oh yeah, like drive drive free R. We yeah. should have put the two in there. So let's bring back numbers as letters in sequels. <laughs> or res seven and evil. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on to the last one I've got on this quick list yeah, of this is very announcements. Exciting. It's the Queen's style. <gasps> that's how you name a sequel. <laughs> yeah. I actually didn't even see that. That's exciting. That's super exciting. I feel like I missed King's Dilemma. Like, it went past me. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and... no. Did you not? You weren't there when we played it. No, no, no. I was part oh. of the Let's Play, but we just did, like, oh, the were? promo okay. pack. Yeah. Whereas, like, right, right, right. like, Johnny did the entire thing with friends and stuff. And, like, yeah, I think uh, they, they already the got time who reviewed like, it, right? Yeah. And, and, and it was just, like, I was chomping at the bits to play it, but didn't have a good group. And now I've got I've yeah. got a group in mind, and I'm like, yeah, we're going to play Queen's Dilemma. Hell yeah, we are. I'm really excited for it. Yeah, so right. presumably it's just King Dilemma, but you're the queen now. Although no, sis no. sisters are doing it for themselves. <laughs> uh, you're you're like advising the queen, right? Mm. Yeah, I don't know if they put loads of information out. I've suddenly blanked on the story uh, that chased for it up. Go and check it out on the website. Go read the story. Uh, yeah. Yeah, get uh, out of here. Dicebreaker.com. Yeah. How many times now. do I have to say it again? <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's shift over from news uh, to this week's fun little segment, which comes courtesy of one Michael Whelan. <laughs> <laughs> I might just put loads of E's in it and then update the frame. Uh, yeah, so we... this. This was inspired by a joke that we were talking about in the Dicebreaker Slack when the new Warhammer set came out. Because I was reading out all of the unit names for the for the Oryx. Um, and it's just like, you can just put two words together and spell them wrong. And that is an Orc name. So I thought we'd put this to the test. Um, considering that I'm probably the only one who's super into Warhammer in this group. Matt, you've got like yeah. a, a general understanding. A Warhammer past. Yeah, Warhammer. I was past. big into like OG Warhammer. Yeah, but it's just Sigmar I haven't haven't gone into. So uh, this is a segment that I am calling "Do you know your orcs from your orcs? Uh, Which is <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh, know your orcs from your 
Oryx. Oryx. Which is something that you can play along with at home, and it's very simple. I am going to read out the name of an orc unit, either from Warhammer 40k or Warhammer Age of Sigmar, but some of them will be ones that I have made up. Can you tell which ones are real and which ones are not? Play now at home with the new Dicebreaker podcast segment. Do you know your orcs from your orcs? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, is everyone ready? It's very simple. I'm going to read out an orc name in an orc voice. Uh, and you're going to have to decide if you think it is true. Oh, we had an orc voice makes it harder yeah. as yeah. well. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to um, say if you think it is a real name or a fake name. And remember, this could be from 40k, which is the sci-fi one, or it could be from Age of Sigmar, which is the fantasy one. Okay? Are we I all ready? Okay. Even some of the ones that came up in that Slack channel, I am dreading yeah. this. I'm keeping <laughs> score. The... I'm going to keep score. I've got Have a little score sheet here. Button? Oh, okay. You've yeah. got a score sheet. So, think... what is it? Whoever lays out, whoever yells out first. No, no, no. Just you can all, in your own time, tell me what oh, your okay. answer is, and you'll either get a point or you won't. I think Matt should go last, seeing as he knows. I will. <laughs> that's that's very kind of you, Lolis, but I will not have a <laughs> you, clue. You do have, have the you do have point. the biggest affiliation, so I think we'll yeah we'll yeah. say that Matt answers answers last. But here we go. Your first orc name is Defcopter. <laughs> True. Death what? Death copter. copter. You spell death and copter, please. Um, uh, can I? This is a question. This no. is a sure. Yeah. Is this I a think... unit? Th- th- this is a like you know a model or models that you could buy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll spell it. Why not? D e f f k o p t a. Death copter. Uh, no false. Okay. Uh, true. Matt? I'm going to say false because I think death is spelled D-E-T-H in orc stuff. Okay, are we ready? Copter sounds right. The answer is true. That's a point for me, Ian. Uh, and zilch. That's true. And then I changed. Oh, you shouldn't no! have changed, ladies. Death copter. I thought, I thought, I was like, it's definitely true. But then when you spelled it, I was like, no, nah, yeah, that can't be that's... right. D-E-F-F, really? Yeah, yeah. Defcopter is, as you can probably tell, a helicopter with orcs in it. Uh, which I assume is <laughs> what it looks like when Mian does the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, are we ready for round two? Your yeah. next yeah. one is Coxletters! <laughs> what? This is why I dreaded this section. <laughs> I'm sorry, what, Mr. Whelan? Coxletters! K-O-K. K-O-K. S L I T T A Z. Coxlitters. I'm saying true. That's a true from Lodi's. False from Ian. Nah, that's not real. I'm afraid that is a point for everyone but Lolis. It is a false. That is one that I made up. The reason I said it was true, because I was like, well, I was like, there's no way Wheels would have made that up for the podcast. You think way too highly of me, Lolis. I I wrote that down and I was like, I probably shouldn't put that in, but I'm gonna. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right, let's move on. We got loads of these to get through. Rough nuts. (laughs) True. Rough nuts. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say true. Is it rough like R U F F, like a dog toy? Uh, it's R O U G H. Nah, not real. Final answers. 
Mm-hmm. It is not real. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you sneaky sneak. Point for Matt only. Lowly's, you're zero. Zero at the moment. Okay. Uh, fourth on the list is Odd Boy. Who? <laughs> Odd Boy. Odd Boy. A R D B O Y. Odd Boy. Odd Boy. <laughs> uh, I think it's false. I think it's false. Nah, that's real. That is real, I'm afraid. What? Another point yes! for that. It's a good thing we did this put you last. It is hard. All right, are we ready? Oh, what can God. I say? I know my copyright is my odd boys. This is one of my favorite ones. I Sorry. bet you do. <laughs> okay, you ready? Gorkamorka's Savage Porker. The fact that your microphone's blown out a little bit is making this all a bear. Gorkamorka's you... Savage Porker. <laughs> I'm not like a walker of two sample. Gorkamorka's Savage Porker. Uh, which is possessive, Savage Porker. I'm yeah, true. it's true. I think it's true. Yeah, Gorka a thing, yeah. I'm afraid that's false. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no points for anyone. Gorka is a real, uh, is the god of the orcs. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I'm afraid I made that one up. I, the problem is I'm laughing at my own jokes. <laughs> so I'm going to just try and laugh at all of them. All right, next up is Flash Gits. <laughs> Flash gets. Flash gets. Lonely says true. Yeah. Flash gets. I've been wrong with everyone so far, <laughs> so if you want to get this right, just vote against me. Flash gets. I think, like, I this is false. giving me real hard memories of, like, explaining my job to any of my family, <laughs> my older relatives. So they're just like, what's it called? <laughs> Flash gets. <laughs> what do you reckon, man? I think it's false. I don't think it's. I don't think it's true. Matt, it's true. Yeah, that is Loli's first point on the board because oh, it's true. Flash gets. Ding 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 ding, ding. Up next is cruel killer. True. Cruel killer. Cruel killer. <laughs> yeah, I think it's true. Yeah. I'm afraid that's false. That's true. Oh really? What? Yeah. Can't we going for the ones just... that are sounding too normal? This is the problem. <laughs> cool boys is like a thing, right? In orcs. Uh, the cool, cool boys are the brand new faction in Warhammer: Age of Sigmar uh, Dominion. Right. So I, I, I bamboozled you there, my friends. Uh, up next is a mega boss. True. Mega boss. Mega boss. Yeah, true. true. Why not? I'll go with all these. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That is a point each. He didn't find that one very funny, so that's how I knew. Okay, well, get ready for this one. Merc knob. (laughs) False. I don't know now because we have flash gets. This is our. This is my favorite segment we've done yet. I was so excited for this, and we can't hear it because Discord's like, no, mate, it's too loud. Merc knob. Merc knob. I think it's true. I'm going to go with true. Merc knob. Uh, see, I know that knob's a thing in orcs, but I feel like you're you're bamboozling once again. So I'm going to say that this isn't real. Can I have your answers again there? Sorry. So Matt says not real. Mian says... I said false. And I says, think yes. it's real. That is a Merc point knobs. for and then because oh. Merc knob is one of the brand new units and they come with a Belcher banner. And not only that, <laughs> but we painted them on the stream on Wednesday. So this, there you this go. sounds like uh, my son. 
Murdoch with a Belcher banner is the actual. Yeah. <laughs> Send them out to battle. All right. Are we ready? Coming up next is Jawbreakers. <laughs> How is uh? Okay. Is there this an is, S or a Z at the end? This is J A W B R A K A Z. <laughs> right. I don't know whether you put that in there because oh no, Jawbreakers. I'm gonna say true. True from I'm me. I'm saying false. False from Lolis. False. Yeah. False from Matt. I'm afraid Mian doesn't get a point because that is false. Yeah. Ah, uh, the Z was a. It was a. I'm definitely winning this. <laughs> All right. Up next is Metal Boys. <laughs> Metal Boys. Metal so Boys. Is that what a Z at the end? Yeah, it's a Z. Yeah. See now though, Wills knows the trick with the Z, so that that doesn't necessarily confirm. I'll be honest. Yeah, rough nuts was was my fault. I should have spelt that wrong. <laughs> yeah. What's it? What are they called again? They're called metal, metal boys. boys. Metal boys. I don't I'll know. Say true. Yeah, true again. I'm saying true for all of these now. I'm just just giving it a fifty-fifty. And they're not true. I reckon that's a, a falsey. That's a point for Matt because I'm afraid I've made that one up. We're getting towards the end now. Next up is boy knows a middle boys. <laughs> Next up is Stomper. 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 S T O M P A. Yes. True. 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 Oh, now I want it to be true. Stomper. Just will it into life. It's so true. I can uh, feel it in my bones how true this is. Lily's can feel it in her fingers and her toes. <laughs> uh, is saying, all around me. I've been saying true to Wog is all around me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it's false. Matt? I reckon it's true. Yeah, Stomp is a thing. It, true? Yeah, yeah. That is a, another lost point for me, and I'm afraid, because that is true. Stomp her! What's the one that looks like a tin can with legs? That, I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was either that or a Mega Boss, but I think a Mega Boss is just a big old orc, right? Uh, yeah, it's like a leader or something, right? Yeah. Why, there, why a... do they call it Big Boss Boy or something? <laughs> big Boss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, coming up next is Gut Rippers! <laughs> True. True. Does it have a Z on the end? Of course it has a Z on the end. <laughs> Uh, is it rippers. A instead of E-R at the end? It's G-U-T-R-I-P-P-A-Z. Oh. I did say false again. True from Lodi's false from Ian. True from Matt. Oh, yeah, that's a true. Me and you are losing your way. It's another truey. Which means it's... Believe you me. Points from Matt and, Matt and Lodi's. As well, I mean, you just said you're going to say true for everything and then you just completely... Now, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't it's working the old double-double bluff. <laughs> Next up is Spiky Lads. Spiky Lads? Wasn't that Banana Man sidekick? <laughs> False. False from Lonies. What a reference. Uh, spiky Lads. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think uh, you said Spiky Lads. No, Spiky no. Lads. Oh, that's very different. Uh, false. I'm going false now. False from both so, ladies and me in. Matt? I don't think that's real. Yeah. That is a point across the board. Spiky Lads has been made up. Probably one of my weaker ones, yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't laugh as hard at that one, so. <laughs> Next up is Weird Knob Shaman. True. It's true. true. I'm going to say true for that as well. Weird Knob Shaman. Matt? Yeah. It's very unfair. That's my yeah, nickname. I think it's true. It's true. 
Yeah, weird, weird knob shaman yeah. is is absolutely true. That is a point across the board. You say it's your nickname, Lolita. <laughs> let's, yeah. not, let's not continue on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Turn the line as it is with this section. There are five <laughs> remaining. Are you ready? Whoa, you made so many. I know. Uh, we've got up next, Def Mob. How's it spelled? D E F M O B. Is it true? Yeah. I reckon it's real. That is false. So you've all missed oh. out on that one. Uh, we'll move swiftly on. Up next is Ed Knockers. How is head spelled? H E D K N O K K A Z. I'm saying true. Wait, uh, am I? Uh, I don't know because the jawbreakers was that true or false? I can't remember. I'm gonna say false. I'm saying I true. I'm uh, yeah, I reckon that's true. That's a point for me. Um... <laughs> It's false. Uh, I reckon they would have not um, had H off, and they that's too yeah. that's too formal for yeah. Popping a positive uh, on that bad boy. <laughs> All right, your third final is Savage Big Stabber. How is Stabber spelled? Uh, S T A B B A. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Matt. Yeah, I reckon that's true. Yeah. yeah. Point across the board. Savage Big Stabber Aww. is literally two orcs holding a massive spear running around. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, the penultimate one is Weird Warbler. Weird Warbler. Weird Warbler. Yeah, true. I'm say false. That's, I think it's too boring it's yeah. to be false. That's another Who's point for here? me, Ian. Oh what? my god, coming up from behind. That is false, phrase. Wow, phrasing. Right. The final name. Are we ready? Oh, good. Oh, wow, okay. The oh, last mama. one. This will decide who's in who's in last place. Just to just oh. to add some more stakes. Are we ready? Your final unit name is Burner Bomber. True. Yeah, I reckon that's real. Yeah. That is true. Which means we have our final scores. Okay. In last place, with nine points out of 20, is, is unfortunately Alex Lowley's. Thank oh, you for playing, Lowley's. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Close but no cigar. In a very close second, Mian with 10 out of 20. Literally one point ahead. But our winner, an ultimate orc named Noah, is Matt Jarvis with 13 out of 20. Absolutely Whoa. stormed ahead. Ooh, and like the crowd goes wild. My wife, my mum, my fellow rough nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All the other cock splitters out there. <laughs> yeah, weird hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness a lot of these sound like they could either be heavy metal bands or like the names of like youtuber communities it's like hey what's up cocksplayers it's your <laughs> it's your boy it's your dog boy it's... oh my god 
Wow. Oh, Thank you. Was, that, was a, that was a good segment. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. To be honest, look, this this is one of the highest concurrent viewers we've had on this podcast so far. So I, I reckon the people have turned up in droves for this one. <laughs> they knew. They knew what was coming, despite the fact that we didn't mention it until five minutes ago. I think to, to celebrate what a fantastic performance you've all done, we should all do a collective warg uh, just to, to get in that? the spirit. When the when the orcs uh, charge, they go warg. W a a a g h. Is everyone ready? I'll go three, two, one, go. Ready? Three, two, one. Warg! Wow, that was the lamest thing we've ever done. Shout out to another no. W user who says Matt Ajav boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's like oh wonderful. my god there you go make sure to tune in for the next podcast if you want some more hot sections like that where we mm. do all sorts of silly things all right yeah thank you Lewis. that was a, a good one let's slide on to the last little part of this podcast i don't know what's going on i don't i've no clue I'm just just, we're just all like... having a great time i'm just saying i'm just just sat here waiting for the end of class. I'm just saying, you're packing up your bag already. It's like five minutes too, and you're putting your pencils away. Yeah, I'm putting all my pencils away individually. Just a quick shout out to David Martin. He says, by the way, massive props to Whelan for those on-point orc voices. Thanks very much, David. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, you got a good good orc voice. <laughs> well done, Wills. I don't know why I ever posted it to social, that clip of me reading out all the orc names. I don't think you did, no. <laughs> I think because we were keeping this like... a. Uh, a secret one you should put you should stick that up yeah i will i will uh, right. maybe i don't know what if there are let's see maybe the words that you come out with in that video because i think in slack we had some that were not broadcastable <laughs> i mean arguably we've had some on the podcast which are <laughs> broadcastable, but yeah. that door's been I... well and truly kicked open i don't know <laughs> what you're talking about me <laughs> all right it's time for questions, uh, if you've got any questions in the live chat, email. fling them at us. We've also got emails. You got. A, you also have to do one for chat now, Mian. Why? What? Live also take messages. From chat. <laughs> no, I think it encompasses everything. No, yeah, no. no we yeah. we go. You can send us a message in the live chat if you're watching live, or you can reach us on podcast at dicebreaker. No, it should... Yeah. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Me and never does it on cue. No, she doesn't do I it on cue. Yeah. Wheels, wheels, she doesn't do it on cue. That's the whole point of it. Is that she does it at random points. <laughs> I'm, I'm it's I'm um it's meant to show that I'm unpredictable. It's episode sixty-six. How have you not learned the rules of email yet? David Martin uh, says question, what can I ask? You can ask us all yeah, sorts of you questions. Want. Whatever you like. Doesn't have to be board game related, but we're here to to answer your questions on our favorite games or give recommendations or be an agony aunt or whatever you need us to answer questions for. Obviously, keep them PC, uh, keep them PG-13. Uh, but apart from that... Yeah, I'm not that. answering a question about that boil you have on your leg or something. <laughs> What's your favorite orc unit name, Wales? <laughs> out of those uh, that we read out, them. it has to be uh, Gorkamorka's Savage Porker. <laughs> When I wrote that down, I was like, this is going to be a great quiz. I can just imagine you being like, 
this will get him. This is going to absolutely <laughs> kill him. As well as you, yeah, you all fell for it. It was fantastic. It was very I was good. A, I'm imagining you laying in bed at night, all tucked up with your teddy bear, and then you're <laughs> suddenly going, like, Walker, 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 Walker. <laughs> You know what's great is um, the orcs have two gods in the original lore, Gork and Mork, and nobody really knows what the difference is. So they're always like, oh, are you the like savage cunning of Gork or are you the cunning savagery of, of, of Mork? But they fused into one god for Age of Sigmar, so now they're called Gork and Walker. <laughs> that makes things a lot easier. That means there's yeah. no, like, you know, no fight over yeah, which, yeah. which yeah, god they, do you and like. And they all fight each other over who's best, Gork or Walker. Yeah, that's there you the go. Kind of, that's so... the funniest part. Oh my god. It's a All very right. efficient system. <laughs> uh, before we run out of time chatting about Gorkamorka, Alex Lowley's. Would you like to read this one from Jonathan, please, that we didn't get time for on last week's podcast? But... Jonathan says, Dear Dicebreaker, one of my favourite things about the quest character creator is how easy it is to make your character a literal muppet. What games do you think would be improved by the addition of Muppets or other such puppet-based characters? Your beloved Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan did not sign off by saying your beloved, by the way. But we assumed. Um, I just we want to assumed. say yeah. I wanted to make sure that Lodi's was on this podcast episode to talk about Muppets. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> As as uh, Muppets Treasure Island and Muppets Christmas Carol has proven, mm -hmm. is there anything that cannot be improved by the addition of Muppets? I don't think so. I don't think so. Lolis in the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Comments, questions, Comments. ideas. <laughs> Thesis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think I completely agree. Like um, puppets and Muppets are the best things that have been One... created on this earth. Now, hold on. Muppets so... I'll agree with, but not all puppets. <laughs> yeah. I think puppets, in general, are uh, good times. There is hierarchy. Punch and Judy. Yeah, Muppets are great. But... No, 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 no. Sorry. I mean, I don't mean like specific puppets. I mean puppets as concept. a being. Oh, it's puppets like as concept a concept. Yeah. yeah. The, the, I... the concept of puppetry, for but, sure. Yeah. The invention of puppets. Puppets and puppetry. Yeah. Wheels. Is, is you watch the defunct the defunct land series on J Jim Henson and tell and me yes. that you didn't cry at the game. No, 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 no. I think Muppets, Muppets with an M, are incredible. However, there are some incredibly cursed puppets out there that I never want to ever have to see again. Do you know what I mean? I think puppets puppets can range, but Muppets are amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, Muppets are great. By the way, uh, kudos. I, I can't remember who it was earlier in the chat who was assigning us Muppet characters mm -hmm. and said I was Gonzo. Thank you very much because uh, Gonzo the Great is the best Muppet. Gonzo Thank you. I can good. see that, yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm probably yeah. Rizzo the Rat. <laughs> I, I, I do have multiple love affairs with chickens. <laughs> My absolute favourite thing about any Muppets film is when it says Rizzo the Rat as himself. I, it <laughs> yeah. gets me every time. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Why would you want to see Rizzo in any other role? Yeah. It's Rizzo the Rat, exactly. Mike, um, Mike no, says Muppets the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> I would take a. I mean, Muppet that's Secret Lair. Muppet yeah. Secret Lair would be great. Or they're doing the Universes Beyond sets, right? Just a oh, full set. Oh my of God, they are! Right. Also, uh, Disney. Uh, I know we've not had. Right, I'm talking to you, Disney, right now. I know we've not thanks had the best relationship. <laughs> yeah, thanks for tuning in, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mickey Mouse. Uh, 
<laughs> I know we've not had the best relationship. Uh, you know, uh, those Disney sequels, they range in quality. Mm. Uh, but please make a Muppets like role playing game, an official one, because that would be wonderful. Otherwise, existing RPGs that we could put Muppets in, I mean, uh, uh yeah, I mean, D&D, &D, um, <laughs> Muppet Realms, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, just imagine the titles, though, right? Muppets in Muppets the Dark. Muppets in the Dark. Muppets the Masquerade. Muppets in the Darkest Night. <laughs> That's like another like reality TV show that I do not want to yeah, watch. Something tells me that Disney probably wouldn't sign off on that one. Yeah, Muppets the Masquerade is a good one, Wills. Muppets sure. the Masquerade is great. That is a good one. I feel like there could be something right in a social deduction game where you have to wear a physical puppet or Muppet on your hand and you're holding like a card that's your roll card mm. and that's how you hide it and you have to maybe pass the puppets around or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's basically two rooms at a boom, but Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either Muppets that or 2077. Pass the Miss Piggies. The reason Wheels wanted me on for this question in yes. particular, I think, was because I've obviously never run an RPG, not just on Dicebreaker, but ever in my life. And the first one I want to uh, do is uh, there's there's um, a D&D &D kind of like somebody's made their own version of it that's about like, that uses Muppets. And I want to do a Sesame Street one. <laughs> and that's been my plan for the last like year and a half. I've written down ideas every now and again, but I've never actually done anything with it. Um, so that's that's why I'm here. And that's Matt, what's going to happen. Matt will be Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> wow. I, I, okay, I yeah, think Sesame Street. In my, head, in my head, I think I wanted all of you to make your own Muppet characters. And then the, the Sesame Street are the NPCs. Right. Mm. So okay. that, good, yeah. yeah, so that you can create your own Muppet character. I think that would, that would have to be fun of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's something I've been working on. But I'm not very good at impressions. <laughs> In the mirror at night. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, instead of a DM, do you just have a BB, which is just Big Bird? Big Bird. I, I, I don't know if I could ever be comfortable with Sesame Street after watching, a, a, like, a... It was like a corrupted version of a PS1 oh, Sesame Street game. And the things that happen in... in it's really... It, it, never watch it, Lonies, because you will never be able to look at Big Bird in the same way. We've, at we've... one point, he basically absorbs the entire oh, screen. <laughs> we've got some great um, yeah. Muppet game yeah. names in the live chat, by the way. Arkham Muppet Horror, Muppet to Ride, Call of Kermit, Call of Muppet Vulu, Muppet I of the Week. I think Ticket to Muppet, Muppet would be better. Really <laughs> Call of Kermit. Call of Excellent. Kermit really tickles my ribs. <laughs> Well, um, yeah. Phil Connolly, Welcome to Sesame Street is a Welcome to game, but set in Sesame Street would be very cool. Oh. That would be really cool, actually. Oh my god, I would love that. Yeah. Well, every time you write a number, you have to go, ah, ah, ah. And you have to, and you have to, one of the things, you like, instead of pools, is you have to put, like, trash cans around. Yeah. Mm, cookies. Oh my god, I love oh that. Alright, uh, thank you for your question, Jonathan. Uh, let's move on. Wills, would you like to read this one from... Uh, let's take one from Andy Houghton. Uh, yeah, Andy Houghton says, Question, what do folks do with games you no longer have space for slash don't want anymore? I've reached the capacity of Kallaxes and now have to either get rid of games or buy another Kallax. Thank you for that question, Andy, because it's in a situation yeah, I'm literally you. in. Uh, I'm moving from my 
two-bedroom flat that I share with Jake uh, into Zoe's, which is way smaller and is a one-bedroom flat. And there is not room for my massive Calyx where I store half of my games. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> so any advice would be great. So... I mean, I, I, when I've moved previously, I've usually just like stuck them on eBay. Um, any mm. games that I haven't wanted, um, or I never really give them away unless I know somebody wants a specific game. Which, to be honest, I, I don't really have anyone who's ever been like, "Oh my god, I really want this Ooh. game." I, um, yeah, yeah. The problem is, I, I don't want to get rid of many of them. Like, I love a lot of them, so it's yeah. like I'm not sure how to how to fo- how to. Yeah, storage units as Aiden folks, which might be a bit of an expensive I guess, option. Like, I don't know how, but like, you could put shelves all across the top what? of the room. Oh my god. <laughs> what if I built then... a false ceiling? <laughs> Just paint the sides of the, the boxes like Magnolia or whatever and stack them up so it's like a false wall. <laughs> <laughs> what I love as well, when because like it's a small flat, we're having to do a lot of space saving things. And every now and again, Zoe will be like, oh, I guess we'll get rid of my old TV because it's smaller than yours. And I was like, we could do that, or we could attach it to the ceiling in the bedroom, and then we could watch TV lying down. <laughs> and she's oh, like, God. No. "That would give me massive anxiety." The idea of a TV yeah. just potentially bored. <laughs> yeah. That is Final Destination waiting to happen. Will. Um, Wheels, I was gonna say, yeah, like Nathaniel Levy says, store them in the dicebreaker office. Wheels, put them on the pile. Put them on the pile. <laughs> the there dicebreaker is... office has yes. enough boxes. I've got a cubby hole in the dicebreaker office where I'm allowed to store my board games, which is literally one cube of a Kallax. So uh, there's not that much room unless yeah, I want to like have them under my desk, which is actually where I've got a few. <laughs> the, the pile wheels. The pile. We've just the got pile. Some... We've just also got get a bigger flat. <laughs> yes, no, yeah, yeah, that's the easy bit. Yeah, just buy a bigger <laughs> flat. Yeah, easy. Come on. <laughs> I think like previously, like when I was when I was reviewing a lot of games, mm. I would just send a message around to my friends and be like, "Hey, does anyone want these?" Yeah. Like after I was done with them, and then the rest would just go to charity. But it's you know. Oh man! Bless you. Oh, sorry, tr- the trees. The trees doing, doing their thing. Doing their thing. Yeah. Watch, uh, watch our arclets play to know what trees do. Um, should we do another another question for chat before we before we yeah, slide off? We're, we are yeah. reaching the end of our time slot, I reckon. Let's do me and do you want to read this one from Space Cornet. Space Cornet. In space, no one can hear you play Cornet. Yeah. <laughs> no one who no one can hear you eat a Cornet. Star realms. Star realms. <laughs> Thanks. Um... <laughs> it's just like the two Ronnies bit where you're on something before he's red. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, what's the question? Uh, what are your opinions on deck builders? I'm trying to get the legendary Marvel deck builder. Uh, get the alien one instead. Get Star Realms. <laughs> the alien one is really good. I've never played yeah. any of the legendary games because they're always like brand tie-ins, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, mm. they're, they're they actually good. Like yeah. for what for what they are, the alien one will destroy you, but like that makes sense in the sense that it's alien. You know, you are outnumbered. It's the perfect, the perfect organism. I think deck builders are really fun. Like, I think, yeah. and it, it's cool seeing them in different. Like, we were talking about Undaunted as well, where it's like it's a deck builder, but there's also stuff going on. There's there's a good um, the Acad- <laughs> academy games do a good deck builder as well around like I think like a French war or something boring, but it's like it's cool mechanics. <laughs> I will technically say that technically, Unmatch isn't a deck builder because you're not really building a deck; you're just using a deck. It's it's more of a skirmish game with a deck. Do you mean? Un- 
I, I said undaunted, sorry, not unmatched. Oh, sh- oh yeah. I it's fine. We have now both misheard each other, so it's right. all good. We are now even. Undaunted is a very good deck builder, yes. If you like deck builders, you should check out this really cool space game. Well, it's would... set in space, and it's uh, it's called Star Homes. Well, it's, yeah. it's set in Star. Uh... <laughs> Lolis, what I yeah. would love is I would love to hear you recommend a deck builder that isn't Star Realms. There's no doesn't other. It doesn't exist. There aren't any. Um, no, what? There's another deck builder I like. Oh, right. um, Flip Flip City is kind of alright, I guess. Uh, it's a deck builder where you uh, buy. You've got c- cards. And <laughs> and you play them, and you can um you can play as many cards as you like until you can go broke because there's these little sad faces on them, and um if you play too many sad faces you go broke. But some cards you play from oh, the I top of broke. your deck. Then <laughs> you play from the top of your deck, and some cards might force you to keep playing. I know it's really interesting, and it all the cards are double sided because you can like the whole thing is that you can flip cards around to upgrade them and uh you there's like a couple of different win conditions it's like it's pretty simple um it's good it's not as good as star realms the thing (laughs) is like quacks is a deck builder it's just a bag with tokens oh it's a bag but of course quacks. yeah and i'm actually baffled that you didn't recommend it (laughs) i I was like i was like there's another deck builder i like i there's a deck builder i really like and i couldn't think of it yeah Yeah. quacks is technically a bag builder but it's pretty much one of the best yeah 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. uh so connelly says four four is such an amazing deck building game please play it because it almost subverts deck building in a way you're not really meant to have a massive deck. Yes, Wills. I saw Jason Cole say, "Have you heard of Magic the Gathering? Magic the Gathering is a game where <laughs> you a build deck construction decks, but game. it is not a deck builder. <laughs> this uh, oh. deck builder. Yeah, uh, favorite deck builders. Uh, yeah, really like. Uh, le- uh, there is actually a list that you can <gasps> yes. read on the Dicebreaker website, dicebreaker.com, of the the top ten best deck builders. Uh, it's a very good list on that there. You've might got be, that might be a good time to start saying all of the things that we do in the outro and using that as well, a now we say almost nothing but do it. Segway. Uh, but i will say that k collier asked what does the roadmap look for dice break look like for dice breaker in the near future and that will That's segue us out very segue. nicely <laughs> because in the near future next week we're launching memberships look out for that we'll have more details on monday tuesday and then we plan to launch on wednesday and now i've said it it will happen yes uh barring any tech hiccups but everything's set yeah we know what's happening it's really exciting we've got a lot of cool stuff lined up um five videos we... yes five bid videos at launch and videos. Then <laughs> um like custom emoji like a discord that will launch at some point in the future we're still getting stuff ready around that but it will happen um, a lot of cool stuff so look out for that um, of course we've got all the stuff on youtube.com slash dicebreaker the channel you're already watching or mm-hmm. listening to and dicebreaker.com as well but keep and on dicebreaker.com on... you can find the article that Alex Bean wrote about deck builders and there's the segue the things come full circle um, and also like check us out on Twitter if you don't already at join dicebreaker like it's it's the easiest way of keeping up to date with what we're doing, and that's a lot of stuff very soon. Who knows? We may even have some other news coming up in the next few weeks <gasps> or months. There are so many cool Whoa. things that we're doing. There are a lot yeah. of exciting things happening, yeah. Which means we're all busy, uh, but we're all very excited. <laughs> yes. And speaking of that, 
we've come to the end of this week's podcast. Thank you very much for being here, Alex Lowley's. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I'm gonna keep singing until someone stops me. Thank you for being here. Keep... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the spirit that people come to Dicebreaker for. It's the enthusiasm. Uh, thanks for being here. Wills. Mark! <laughs> oh, Discord just completely cut Yeah, you Discord there. was like, nah, mate. That's fine. It went, on the, went on the stream. I've been Matt Jarvis. Thank you for listening. If you're listening, thank you for watching. If you've been watching, we are live every Friday, 2 to 4 BST with this very podcast. You can also find it on iTunes and Spotify and places like that. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, like... COVID is still happening. Be safe out there. You know, take precautions. Look after yourselves. Look after others. Uh, be responsible. Um, but until we meet again, this Bear has been Desperate Oh my goodness. It's time to finish. Uh, thank you for listening. Until we meet again, have a lovely day. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.